I just want to give honor to our pastor over that breakthrough about the corporate and universal levels. You know, that's, it is true that most churches stay at the personal level because I've actually never heard anybody ever talk about corporate level, much less, much less this place that we're entering into. Um, and I, um, so I just want to give her honor for that revelation. Uh, I want to teach a little bit about that and about our vision today, um, but I, I want to do so humbly. Um, I did not, this is, Pastor brought this breakthrough. Um, and, um, and so I don't want to take any of the glory for that, uh, but I want to take a little bit of time and, and teach us a little bit about what that, about what the universal level means for us as a body and our place in the body. Um, how that, how we take that and, and move into this vision and into our promised land. Amen. Um, so we've come through those three levels, the personal, the corporate, and, and now into the universal. And the personal level, many of us remember, and we've all come through it. We all go through the personal level. It's where our focus is on me. I come to church and my favorite song is, it's me, it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. I need help, Jesus. I don't, my bank account's empty. I didn't come today to hear about healing for, for Sister Judy. I came today because I need some money. I need help, Jesus. My kids are all being crazy. I didn't come today to hear about your kids. I came today because my kids need help. I need somebody to pray with me for my kids. We go through that, we get some victory over that, and then we move up to that next level. And, and it's not something that happens like where you realize it. It's just one day you realize I ain't praying it for myself anymore. We, got a re- we get a revelation that at the corporate level, if I'm helping Sister Charlotte get a breakthrough over her kids, God's doing that for me too. Because with however I give, God gives back to me. And so... At the corporate level, we, we entered into this place where we all went after something together. If Brother Ernie's getting a financial breakthrough, everybody in this whole church is getting a financial breakthrough. We're, we're, we're pulling it in. The church is getting it. That's why you didn't have to worry about your... I remember, I remember uh, helping up at the altars and catching people, and I'd get real mad when I wanted that prayer for myself because I had a responsibility to do. Oh, I'd be so mad. I'd be at the end because, you know, the usually if you're like one of the last people, that pastor, that preacher's real tired. They don't spend a lot of time with you. They're just like, okay, here. <laughs> After they've gone through the 40 other people up here, they're just like, just just here. That's good. And uh, I don't want to wait. I want to jump up there, but then folks be falling down. I got to go catch them. Um, but at the, when... At some point, though, we got this revelation that I'm doing my part. We're all moving together corporately. And so I get it because the body gets the breakthrough. And so I get it, too. I, don't, I can do my part. I don't have to have, have fallout on the floor and make it all about myself. Because in, in doing my position and doing my calling, I get whatever comes on the body. Amen? we got to where we didn't have to be afraid of missing out anymore. Um, some of us, we, we would never miss, we would never go on vacation because I'm going to miss. God's going to show up and I'm going to miss it. 
what if it's what if it's for debt and I need to get out of debt? I've missed it. What if what if World Conference was for something I needed and I missed it? We we were always afraid of missing it. Um, but we don't have to miss it because we are part of the body. And when that anointing, that breakthrough comes on the body, then we all we can all partake because there's a corporate breakthrough. Does that make sense? When we did that, we you noticed that when we got up at the personal level, we would have services sometimes where the whole service was about one person getting delivered. We, we probably all remember that. At the corporate level, we all went after one thing together. Everybody did the same thing. We all prayed the same prayer. We focused the, on, the, on doing the same thing. We, and we all went together with it. It was wonderful. Um, because when we got there, we all got the blessing. And that's a very important level to go through. Jesus, throughout his ministry, operated at the corporate level because he always told his disciples, whatever I do, whatever, you, whatever I see the Father do, I do. And whatever you see me do, you do that. And so that's how we learn to pray. I didn't know how to pray. Didn't feel, didn't feel a thing up here, but I did whatever the prayer leader, pastor, whoever was leading, I did whatever they were doing. I just did what they did. And we all got there together. We all did the same thing. We learn that we're no longer focused on ourselves as much. Um, but we do become very focused on our leader because we're moving corporately. We, have to, we, we are directed at the corporate level. <clears throat> so <clears throat> it's like Israel in the wilderness when they were led by Moses. They followed Moses. They had a cloud by day. They had a fire by night. If they went somewhere, they went there together. They always went together. When the snakes came in and started killing everybody, God didn't heal one or two people who wanted to be healed. He said, I'm going to stick a snake pole up. And if you look at it, everybody can get healed. You get bit by a snake, everybody's healed from a snake bite. That's how, that's how corporate level operated. Jesus, when he broke, um, when he had everyone with him, they were all teaching. They were all hungry. He said, I'm going to feed 5,000 people. They all ate fish and chips. Everybody ate the same thing. You're following Jesus. You do what Jesus does. Jesus said, eat fish. I'm eating fish today. Jesus gave me the fish to eat. I'm going to go somewhere, y'all. Pay attention. Lord, just stick with me. Um, but Jesus himself knew that although this is how he was operating, he began to teach toward the end of his life that there is another place to go. We're going to start in John chapter 14 verse 9, so we can really get an understanding of what this means for us. How do I participate in a universal anointing? We get how to do it corporately because I just do what everybody else is doing, um, but it's this, how do we, how do I participate in the church? How do I, how do I do my part? Where is my place in God in this universal level we're going to? John chapter 14, verse 9, it starts and says, Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you that you have yet not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. Corporate level. How sayest you then, show us the Father? Believe thou not that I am in the Father, the Father is in me. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father who dwells in me. He does the works. 
believe me that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. And then he says, verily, verily, which means super plus extra pay attention. I say unto you, he that believes on me, this was very important to Jesus, he that believes on me, the works that I do, he shall do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I'm going to my Father. In that time, whatsoever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son, and if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Okay, we're going to go back through this and really examine what Jesus is teaching. The first principle that he taught us is the revelation of the corporate level. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I do what the Father does, just do what I do. And you're going to be fine. We're all going to get there together. The second principle he taught us is that I'm in the Father, and the Father is in me. We are one together. How do you know that we're together? Because of the works. Because the works I do aren't my works. They're empowered by the Father. You know that we are in unity. You know that the Father is in me, and I am in the Father because of the works. Not because of any other reason, not because of great revelation or because he said it, but because of the works. He does the works of the Father. How do I know that someone dwells in the Father and the Father dwells in them? Do they do the work of God? Does the work of the Father come forth through them? So Jesus gave us that principle. If I'm in unity, if I'm one, I'm doing the work of the Father. I'm doing whatever I see the Father do. But he said there's another place to go where we accomplish greater things than what Jesus accomplished and work greater works. That scripture's always bothered me because for a number of reasons, I can't imagine a human doing anything greater than Jesus. And um, I couldn't, certainly could never imagine myself doing anything greater than Jesus. And really the very idea of it sounds disrespectful. Um, so that scripture's always bothered me a little bit, but I began to see what Jesus is teaching us about the universal anointing here. He says, there, there's, a, there's a place that you're going to reach, all of you. And he says, verily, verily, means pay attention. There's a place that we're going to reach where greater things than what Jesus accomplished himself is going to be accomplished. As long as he led in that corporate level, as long as he was the leader and everybody did what he did and they only followed him, if somebody needed to be healed, they went and got him and brought him to Jesus. They didn't do the work of the Father themselves. They brought him to Jesus to do the work of the Father. So there was only so much that one human being on earth could accomplish. So he says, you're going to do greater works than these, but if we, if we get the revelation that he was sharing, that he and the Father are one, they are one in the Spirit, and that's evidenced by the work of the Father. We are one with Jesus. He gave us his name and his, his position of authority to use in prayer. So that when we have that, we are in unity with the Father. And each one of us become empowered to do the work of Jesus. 
everywhere we go. It's greater works at the universal level because now I'm not, I'm not having to drag. If I want Eric to get saved, I don't have to put him on a plane to Israel and take him to see Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I don't even have to dr- wait until church starts and drag him to church and drag him to the altar. I have Jesus, oneness with Jesus working inside of me so that I can work the works of the Father. Hallelujah. <clears throat> so we take on the position of Jesus, which who is God's son as a body. And we reach a place that Jesus could never have gone alone because we multiply him throughout the world. That is the beginning of the universal, that's the beginning of Jesus teaching us that there's another place to go. So where did it come in? In Acts chapter 2, we're going to focus on verse 4, but we're going to start with the whole thing in verse 1. It says, and when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord and in one place. And suddenly there came, so they were all together and they were in unity. Amen? They were in unity. And suddenly, they were at the corporate level because they were all together. They were all doing the same thing. Okay? There came a sound of heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. And, they, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And here it is. And there dwelling at Jerusalem, Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. Now when the, this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and they were confounded, amazed. But they were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. When that universal level was birthed, at the birthplace of the church. The first evidence that God gave that this is something new is that I'm not going to speak Greek to the Greeks and Hebrew to the Hebrews and Phoenician to the Phoenicians and Italian to the Italians. I'm, I'm, I'm saying a thing. God's doing a thing. And everyone heard whatever God wanted them to hear in their own language. So God entered into this new supernatural realm with these 120 disciples, and that is that God's moving, they're all together in one accord, but many thousands of different things are all being accomplished at once. There are 3,000 people in, uh, in the crowd, and they all begin to hear in their own language the message that God had for them personally. So there wasn't a Let's go out and translate. Let's go out and do this. Let's go out and witness to this group and this group. Let's make our plan. We're all going to go together. They began to operate in ways that were empowered by God to reach the universal level. Does that make sense? They, it wasn't, let's all get everybody to learn Hebrew so they could hear this wonderful revelation of this prophetic word that God has birthed in the church. It was, I'm doing whatever God told me to do. I'm going, and there's a Frenchman over here who hears in French, and there's a Hebrew over here who hears in Hebrew. There's some Romans over here who hear in Italian or Latin, whatever they spoke back then. There's some Greeks over here who hear in Greek. They're hearing what God was saying to them. Amen. So this universal level, many things are accomplished. We come into the presence of God. Um, 
Josh Jenkins, we're talking about the other day, and he said, it's kind of like instead of everybody's hungry, I'm taking you to um, the butcher shop. I'm going to buy you all the same cut of meat. I'm going. Everybody needs something. Some people need some clothes. Some people need some food. Some people need some shoes. I'm, I'm going to take you to the shopping mall. You can get whatever you need at the shopping mall, right? And at, at that level, we, bring in the, we can bring in the presence of God, and everybody's operating in their own place and position and doing whatever God called them to do. 120 people up there, some of them were all speaking different languages. They weren't all doing the same thing anymore. They had all done the same thing. But now, at the universal level, God was taking them to a different place where many things could be accomplished all at once. So now we come in, the presence of God comes in. I may be praying for a hurt knee, and God speaks to me about something to do with my finances. Have we experienced that in prayer? Like, I'm just doing what God's told me to do. I'm just doing my part, because that's all I can do is what God's told me to do. But now I don't have to, to wait on, well, when's the anointing coming in for money, because I need some help in money. I'm just doing what God told me to do, and then, and God's meeting those needs. He'll, he's spoken to me while we're praying about something else entirely unrelated and said, this is, a, this is how you make a decision about your kids here. Entirely unrelated. I didn't ask for prayer for my kids. I didn't say, okay, well, that was wonderful prayer over, you know, the anointing being here and people getting saved, but I really need to help making this decision. Can we all just join up together with me for a minute and pray, and pray over this? Didn't have to because at, at, we've moved past the place where everybody goes the same direction all the time. We all shift as a body and into it's... It's a supernatural realm because it's something that's, that we have to get a revelation on to really understand. I just do my part. I do what God tells me to do at this level. And then everything else comes and meets me that, needs, that, that God wants to do in my life. If you look down in verse 42 of chapter 2, it says, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in the breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and, men in, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles, and all that believed were together. So there's still unity at this level. It's not everybody's dispersed and separate. We're all in unity, but because God is multifaceted and He's God and He can do a bunch of things at once, we're all together and in unity, but it doesn't matter what we're praying for. There's different things happening all around and because God's moving wherever God needs to move. Amen. So fear came upon them all. They were all together and in unity, and they that were believed were all together, and they had all things in common. They sold all their positions and possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple, so they came together, and the breaking of bread from house to house. They had their cell groups. And they did eat meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. So here's where that next level was birthed. Was the last time anyone got fed in the Bible, Jesus said, everybody's eating fish and chips. Everybody's going to eat the same thing. Now we've moved into another place where there's thousands of disciples who are all having food in their homes 
and preparing whatever God wanted them to prepare for that day to meet whatever need needed to be met in their home group. It says that they were there, they broke bread, they ate together, they served people food. We see later there, were, there was a ministry in the church where they're just serving people food. Um, they came together in unity as a body, but they went out and were able to accomplish through at home. Okay, they, were, they went out and did whatever God called them to do, and each one of them represented Jesus and did the work of the vision, did the work of the ministry everywhere they went. Amen? They continued in unity, but they, were, they did unity in a different way. They were in the temple. They were in the home. Some were in different cities. Some were in different countries. They even ultimately went out and witnessed to the Gentiles. And some people didn't like it, and some people did, and it didn't matter. Because at that level, God's doing anything God wants to do, and we do our part and our place in that. That's, that's my part. That's how I enter into it. It grew to a place where, and this was always the purpose of God. It grew to a place where one man, Moses and Israel, Jesus and the church, one man alone could not be a single leader. Things had to disperse. Things had to turn to, into something else where this work of God could be accomplished everywhere and all at once. And so, when that was birthed, they could, they could leave. You could have Paul come along and go out to the Gentiles, places that he'd never reach. And here's the revelation. It doesn't matter that you like how they do it. Peter did not like how Paul did it. He didn't like it at all. He wanted to kick him out. Called him in front of the church to shame him for associating with the Gentiles. He didn't like the way he did it. But he was reaching the lost. And God said, do it that way. That's why Brother Timmy doesn't have to do it exactly the same way. I don't have to do it exactly the same way. Pastor Angie doesn't have to do it the exact same way that Pastor Pinson did. Pastor Sativa doesn't have to do it exactly the same way. as it. We have a vision and that we're all in unity around. I heard a preacher say this last week. He said he was talking about how people get insecure about who they are because they're not somebody else. But nobody does your place like you do your place. There's a, there's a twist that you bring that nobody else will bring. It doesn't matter if it's the same revelation that we all heard a thousand times. If Sister Rhonda teaches on finances and Elder Barber teaches on finances and Elder Robert teaches, they could teach the exact same chapter from the same book and we would get three different revelations by the end of it. Because each of us has a function and a place to fulfill in this, in this body. Amen? And it's okay, it's okay to not do it exactly the same way. Because we've been through the training of the corporate level where we all do the same thing. If you want to know how to pray, we get in, we, we do what somebody else does and learn to pray. Hallelujah. Shandolobosata makayesi. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
I think we're uh, hesitant when we hear about this to um, to jump right on board with it sometimes because I um, I think we're afraid is what I think. At the personal level, I ain't got to worry about nobody but me, right? So that's easy. Personal level is easy. The corporate level is also kind of easy because I do whatever pastor tells me to do. I don't have to hear God, really. I mean, I have to have my breakthrough for myself, and I have to have a relationship with God. But at the end of the day, I really only have to do what I'm told, I do what I see somebody else do. And so I don't have, I do my, my place is what I'm told my place is. And I'm, and I'm here. And God's calling us up to that next place, though. And that is where I don't just have a relationship with God, like people say I have a relationship with God, that I have a relationship where God's directing me. I'm in unity with the body. I'm in unity with my pastor. I'm in prayer and in unity with the prayer and the vision that's going on in this church. But but I'm also open to hear God say, okay, you need to get up and say that. You need to go on street ministry and say this to that person over there. You need you need to start your own thing over here. You you have maybe you have a vision for clothing people. Go do it. I mean, not on your own. Do it under the covering. <laughs> but, but do you see what I mean? Everyone has a has a calling. Every single one of us. I'm not saying everyone is in like yet. You know, everybody's got a call. I don't know what mine is, and it's fine. I'm everyone who's here under the sound of my voice. God has chosen you. He has ordained you, and He has called you for a position, a destiny that nobody else can do the way that you do. If there's a need in the church, there's there's a lot of folks who just, they'll see a need. Brother Kim, he, he told me the other day, he said, well, you know, I just saw a need. I'm going to do it. There's a lot of folks like that. And I thank God for people like that. Thank God. Sister Julie is the chief among anybody who that sees a need, wants to help. But, Nobody's going to do that the way God would have called you to do it when that's your position. doesn't mean they won't pray over it. doesn't mean it won't be anointed. It won't work. It does mean that nobody's going to do it the way you would have done it because that's what God called you to do. Amen. The universal level is, is that it's truly universal. There's not a, a hierarchy. There's not a, a, a thing that you've got to show yourself, like you've got to be qualified and you have to be this or that, um, where you're not good enough or, or too good or whatever to do what God's called you to do. You do what God's called you to do. How many of us, if I knew, because I'm not saying that we haven't done it because we're running from God, but how many of us, if I knew that God spoke to me to do a thing, I would lay down my life to do it because I knew God spoke to me. The vast majority of us, if I knew God spoke to me to do it, I would lay down my life for it. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I believe that any one of us, any one of us, whether we've already given our life or not, if God spoke to me and, and I knew my place is in children's church, my place is helping in the nursery, my place is making sure that this sanctuary is spotless clean, my place is um, making sure that there's always snacks for the kids in the back. There, You know, those are little things, that, but... That's my if I if I knew that's my place. My place is in prayer as an intercessor. My my place. What is if I knew that was my place, I believe all of us would lay down our life for it. It's when we when we get into this idea that I'm not special enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not holy enough. I haven't laid down my life enough. There's steps that I still have yet to go through before I can even think about getting somewhere that God's called me to be. That's that's covered. That's that's covered. You do what God's called you to do. You lay down your life for it. And you let and you let God cover anything that's not quite there yet to prepare you for it. Amen. We don't, we don't, we don't sit, Jesus. I'm not asking for help. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying for my own sake, we don't sit and wait on God to do something in me that makes me good enough because I'm never going to be good enough unless God makes me good enough. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my Father in heaven today, God. Hallelujah. Are we, beginning, are we beginning to see a little bit about that universal level and our place in it? My, my place in it is I do what God's called me to do. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Some of us, I think, are afraid because of the the responsibility we feel. <coughs> if we were to enter into a thing... There's always a lot of people who say they want to help. There's not anybody who says they want to do it. We see that in the natural world, too. The people at the zoo complain about that. Jesus. Let's just take just a moment and ask God, God, Father, search my heart and show me Jesus, show me how I can enter in and have my place. What have you called me to do, God? What's the desire of my heart when it comes to serving you, God? Hallelujah, Jesus. That's how, in a 
in a universal setting that many things can happen at once is because everybody is operating in their gift. As long as we stay in that mindset of there's a there's one there's just one leader and I'm I'm only doing what I'm told. I'm only I'm only doing what everybody else is doing. Then we don't enter into that next place where I recognize that God has something for me to do for this breakthrough today. God has something for me to do so that the work of God is accomplished. Hallelujah, Jesus. Mm-hmm.